Hello, pagans, witches, and magical friends. Welcome to the Solitary Pagan Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, here to talk all things magical and enchanting. I hope all you listeners are having a wonderful day today. In today's episode, I'm going to do a brief tarot card reading. I often do a practice where I choose one tarot card for the day and I reflect and journal about the meaning of the card and how I might apply it to my life. I've already chosen and journaled about my card for today, so I'm going to share some of my reflections with you. I've drawn my card today from the Wild Unknown Tarot deck. What I like about this deck is that the booklet that describes the meanings of each card is very simplistic and very minimalist. The meanings for each card is summed up into just a couple of words or a very short phrase, as opposed to other tarot decks that might come with books that have meanings for each card that are much longer and more complex. That's not to say that one tarot guide is better than another, but I do think that there is some freedom in having fewer words to decipher, and it also gives you more space to apply your own meanings to the card. So the card that I chose today is the Daughter of Pentacles. That's how the card is labeled in this particular deck. And the imagery on this card features a pentacle symbol at the top. In the center of the card, there is the animal that looks like a deer. It's primarily drawn in black and white with some black and white curved lines in the background. And on the very top of the card, those curved lines become more colorful and they look like a rainbow that is arching over the deer. And the theme that is ascribed to this card is two words. One word is kindness And the other word, I believe, was responsibility. I found this card to bring me to reflect on the concept of kindness and responsibility and how it can be important to reflect on how it can be, how it can matter to share kindness and to be there for other people but how it's also important to have kindness for yourself and to be responsible to yourself. So I did some journaling and reflecting on those concepts for me and how I consider myself being kind and showing up for other people and also how I do things that allow me to be kind to me. 
And when I think about showing kindness to myself, I usually think about that in terms of my self-care routines, which for me will usually be the usual things that are considered to be healthy and good for the mind and body, whether that's getting enough sleep or making sure I'm eating balanced meals, drinking water, spending some time outside, taking time to meditate or do a spiritual practice, being able to use positive affirmations and use kind and gentle words with myself or just being able to notice when I feel agitated or feeling down about anything in my life or about nothing in particular and just being able to remember to be patient with myself. So those are the ways that I would say that I show up for myself. And when I think about how I show up and show kindness to others, very often for me, that's about connecting with other people, reaching out to them, checking in with them, seeing how people are doing, offering advice if it's appropriate for a person's situation. And I would say above all, the way that I show up in my relationships is through consistency, making sure I'm reaching out to people on a consistent basis and prioritizing being an active communication with others. And then of course there's the different kinds of responsibilities that you might have within different relationships. How you define being a good friend might look different from how you define being a good family member and that might define that might look different from how you might approach being a good significant other or a good mentor or a good teacher, just any kinds of roles that you have in your life. The way that you show kindness or responsibility to others is going to vary depending on the relationship. So with this card in mind, it could be a good idea to reflect and think about the ways that you currently show kindness to yourself. And it can also be a good opportunity to think about, are there any ways that you can show kindness to yourself that you're not doing already? Or are there any self-care activities or things that are simply good for your body and mind that you already do, but maybe you want to be doing more of those things. It could be a good idea to write some of those things down. And if there's something that you know that you want to do or something you want to do more of, it could be a good idea to write that thing down and put it into your schedule. So if you know you want to set aside time for a specific self-care activity, you can decide on Sunday at 2 p.m. I'm going to write in my journal or I'm going to meditate or I'm going to eat a healthy snack. Whatever it is that 
self-care and self-love might look like for you. And you can also apply this to ways that you want to show kindness to other people. Maybe you have a relative who you love but haven't spoken to in a while, who maybe you might want to talk to on the phone. Maybe there's a friend who you haven't checked in with in a while or someone you either want to talk to on the phone or write a letter to or spend time in person if that's a possibility for your circumstances. Similarly to scheduling self-care, you can also schedule times to show up for people in your life where you can decide Friday, 7 p.m., I'm going to do an act of kindness for someone else, whatever that means to you. I find doing a daily tarot practice to be a good time to reflect. I find it to be something that's really grounding for me, and I notice that my anxiety levels are lower when I make a point to do this every day. It really gives me an opportunity to reflect on intuitive and spiritual concepts. And I think it also just helps to have something insightful and often positive to think about and reflect on, or even if it's something that is more emotional that I'm reflecting on. It just kind of gives me that space to be aware of my emotions while also having something guide my thoughts that isn't merely a cycle of worry or a subconscious reflection about whatever I happen to see on the news in the morning or something along those lines. So I definitely find it to be good for my mental health. It's a good way to feel really grounded in the craft or in a spiritual practice in general. Usually my tarot practice will also accompany some form of meditation, which for me is often a very brief practice as well. Sometimes it's longer, sometimes I might meditate for 10 minutes, but other times it might just be for about one minute, or I might simply count 10 breaths or 20 breaths or something along those lines. And my practice will often involve casting some form of a simple spell, which for me usually involves a very minimalist approach, not using very many tools. Very often I feel the most connected and grounded with my craft when I'm taking a very simple approach. I don't usually use a lot of complicated rituals or tools. Very often I will have my tarot deck and my journal and one or two crystals and that will be enough to kind of allow me to have a daily practice, so witchcraft definitely doesn't have to be something that's overly elaborate or expensive. Granted, like I said, with the tarot decks, how there's no one way, there's no one, you know, type of thing that's better than, than another, 
it certainly isn't better to to approach witchcraft one kind of way compared to another if you prefer using lots of tools and herbs and candles and all those kinds of things to feel connected to the craft that's definitely fine too but i figure it's good to share how i tend to approach things so i hope that this episode has given you something good and positive to reflect on for yourself and for your relationships. I hope that you have a magical day and a magical week, and thank you for listening.